Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rick Dayton Show on KDKA 538 in the afternoon here in the great city of Pittsburgh. And we're going to take you on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline to a uh, Midwest town that had its world turned upside down based on something that happened at a Christmas parade last night. Taking you to Waukesha, Wisconsin right now, where we are joined by Dr. Ellen Lem, professor of English at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee at Waukesha. And it is uh, our pleasure to welcome her into the program right now on KDK. Ellen, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk with you about what's going on here. Is this something that you want to talk about, that you don't want to talk about? What's the feeling around town? Right. I I feel like it, you know, everybody I know has a really heavy heart, um, uh, especially those of us who have have had kids in high school at the, you know, where a lot of the injuries took place. And so uh, I think it's really a mixed feeling. I feel, you know, it's not as if we don't want to talk about it at all, but um, it's just there's there is just like a deep sadness everywhere. And I'm I'm really glad that classes were called off today because I wrote to the deans yesterday and just said I I just don't know if I'm going to be able to teach it you know it came late in the evening yesterday and was such a shock that uh, and everyone's just like scrounging for news I just thought how I can't even imagine my students who probably knows somebody who was affected by it and everything else. And then my own mindset was just, I was so distracted that it would be really hard to just concentrate on our, on our content for the class. How hard is it to see main street shown on the national news on the cable news networks and and things like that? I mean, all of us who come from smaller towns are very, very provincial and protective of our little towns, and it's not supposed to be on the news, right? I mean, is that a safe thing to say? Yeah. I mean, I had to drive by there today. I wasn't even thinking. I just had to go to the bank and go to different places, so I drove down it today, and then as I was turning, I just, you know, had sort of chills. There's still candy, you know, because in the parades, they, like, throw candy out to different people, so there's still candy there, and now... There are news cameras wherever you go, up and down. And so it is kind of eerie because I wish that Waukesha would be known for something other than now, you know, associated with 
with this tragedy. So um, it's really generally like an idyllic town. I always refer to people. It's sort of Norman Rockwell in that, you know, it has even with parades and, you know, we're um, and that kind of there's all for Fourth of July. There's kids ride their bikes down, decorated down the main street. So it really has a a nostalgic feel to it. So this is a really um, kind of a jolt of reality come to it that is, uh, it really just kind of shakes a person's foundation. Dr. Ellen Lem joining us. She is a professor in Waukesha, Wisconsin, teaches English there and knew some of the people who would have been there. How many times have you been there In, in your lifetime? How many times have you been down to the parade? Well, I'm personally not a parade person, so okay. but I mean that I I mean just you know an hour or two before the parade, I was driving you know past it. I didn't know there was even going to be a parade, and then yeah. people to get that front row seat, which now is so eerie in retrospect. But they put their chairs out there starting at like you know noon time, you know hours beforehand to get the to get to reserve a front row. So. Um, as I was driving right by the parade route, um, you know, an hour or two before with my mom, I was like, why, why are you having their, chair, their chairs out? I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's parade you know, day. It's the yeah. parade day. Yeah. And, and that's what they do so they could be closer to see everything. But, um, you know, the, the main street where everything happened, I mean, I, I go past her every single day. I mean, it's 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 not like kind of out of the way. It's it's really in the heart of Waukesha. It's right by the library, and um, you know we just have a there's a river walk. That's where our farmers market is. So it is a hub of activity. It's where people connect with each other, usually in you know very positive ways. Those of us here in Pittsburgh remember three years ago with the Tree of Life. And even if that wasn't right. a temple that we went to, you perhaps knew somebody who did, or you had friends who used to be at that temple and, and then now went somewhere else, or you had friends who lived a block away. I mean, and, and it's right. Pittsburgh's a small town. Waukesha is too. I mean, and you, I, I'm sure that there is a sense that you're not more than a person removed from somebody who was impacted in a much different way even than you were, right, Ellen? Exactly, right. That that is so much the case here where I just keep thinking today of different people. I thought of one of my colleagues who I teach with the history department. I'm like, his his kids are band kids who are in the high school right now and I reached out and said, you know, is your is your child okay? And he's like, he was okay, but um, there's another, you know, a bandmate who was like in the row in front of him who's in critical condition. And it just keeps happening where I just remember, oh, no, another like a good friend's um, child was in high school. So um, and my uh, my youngest son is uh, was a senior last year, is now graduated, but he is friends with all the the band kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't help but to keep thinking about those seeing those faces and those families and just knowing how how much we are all connected here it is a small town and um, I'm sure with many of my students know people uh, I know another one of my colleagues whose aunt um, was um, was one of the people who died so we really it, it does touch everybody um, directly or indirectly 
It's very hard to find the right words, I'm sure, for you to say to those people. And for those of us who are so far away, it's even more difficult. But, uh, Ellen, know that uh, that we are praying for your community and to find some sort of healing. And, and again, the fact that it happens around a holiday time when so many people were filled with hope and looking forward to right. Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas and New Year's and all those sorts of things, obviously this uh, this changes changes everything. But thank you for for helping us to at least understand to some extent what's going on there in Waukesha. Okay. Well, thank you for giving me the the chance to let you know a little bit about what what it feels like to be here right now. Well, bless you. And and I hope that you can at least find some some semblance of spending some time with your family. So thank you. Thank you. Ellen Lund joining us here on KDKA on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.